Good morning, guys. It is Tuesday morning. Taco Tuesday once again. <laughs> I'm here drive time. It is 745 a.m. 11 degrees outside. It is so freezing cold this morning. Oh, thank God for seat warmers. Whoever thought of that idea is such a blessed, blessed. And remote start. God bless you. I love having remote start. I, I really do. I appreciate it. I value it. I, you know, shout out to whoever created that too. Oh, I'm in your drive time, guys. 7.46. I'm going to slow start because of the winter weather. Of course, the buses are running behind. So, I had to wait for my son this morning. <clears throat> Anyways, so we're in community this morning. And I want to come to you guys straight live. So, get in your cars. You're already in your cars. Click your ticket. It's the law, but it can save a life too. First, I want to start off by saying that my condolences go out to the family who lost their daughter. I think it was the most tragic, tragic thing ever. I could not even imagine losing my child in the way that they did. For someone to jack a car with a child in it and drug this baby, and I'm not going to go into any more details because it's all over the news and you don't want to repeat what's going on in the world because I'm sure this family is suffering, suffering, suffering. It's all over the news, world news. So I just want to send a shout out to this family because my heart is with you and your thought, you're in my prayers, thoughts, everything. You're in all the above. I pray that God heals your hearts. But I want to get into the subject this morning. You know, tragedy can strike us at any moment, any given time in our lives. You know. But. And when you have disagreements with your spouse, it's, it disturbs the whole house. You know, not just necessarily like it disturbs the whole house, but it disturbs you, it disturbs him, it disturbs whatever mate you have, husband, spouse, whatever. It disturbs everything. But we also have to realize as well that when you have disagreements, they don't always have to be the kind of disagreement that you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. You're mad at each other all day. You don't answer the phone for each other. <coughs> Excuse me. Life can be hard. And when you're in disagreement with your spouse, a lot of times it's because we need to correct ourselves or check ourselves in certain different situations. You know, I'm a firm believer in, I got to check myself sometimes. Well... Our thought, our, thought, our thought process can sometimes ruin it for someone. I mean, it really, really can. It can ruin it for someone. You know, you get up in the morning times and you just think about all these different things in life and stuff that bothers you. I mean, you genuinely should be able to talk about the things that bother you with your mates. Like, you should be able to do just that. You know, and then when you can't do that with your mate, it makes it even more harder to deal with situations with your spouses or your, your mates or whatever the case may be. It makes even things even more difficult to deal with. I believe that as men sometimes, and I'm getting on to you guys this morning, fellas. I told you I will never pick a side, but I always will, will clarify things for both of us. You know, I feel like sometimes men don't listen to a woman's heart you know 
you hear the things that we might like or whatever that pleases us, but do you really listen to our hearts? Do you know what really hurts us? Do you know what really bothers us? Do you know that a quick glance at someone may affect us? And same for you, you know, if we find a gentleman attractive and, if, and looking quick glancing at, 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 at a gentleman, admiring what he has on or making a statement about anything. <clears throat> in relationships, in marriages, you guys have got to learn how to sort things out and talk to one another. No one can read you and you can't read anyone. It's just that simple. I can't read minds. You can't read minds. None of us can read minds. But for some reason, men just don't pay attention enough to our love. You know, <clears throat> you got to pay attention to your ladies. You got to know what's bothering them, what bothers them in fine detail. Because a lot of times we as women, we will say, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. It's whatever. You know, no, I'm okay. But really deep down inside, we're not okay with what's going on. We're really not. We just say that because we just want to sit back, A, either watch it, B, soak on it, or C, it's a deal breaker later on down the line. Communication is the key in relationships. You have to communicate. You just have to. We can't go around here knowing that our spouse or, or significant other is mad at us and not address the issues at hand or shut it down before we can really get the issues out that's bothering us. It just can't be one way. It can't be one of you pissed off and the other one of you like, okay, I'm good, it's whatever. Or the other one saying, you're trying to express yourself on what's bothering you and they don't want to hear it so bad that they're just cutting you off by saying, oh my goodness, oh, whatever, 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 whatever. Saying whatever in an argument means you don't give a fuck. And you got to. And yeah, I said the F-bomb today. You know, and I'm not just pointing this at my relationships, just any relationship, period. You know? You can't just keep cutting a person off when they're trying to express themselves. Whether you agree with it, whether you disagree with it, or whether you hate it, you still need to listen. You've got to listen. 95% of our arguments are not going to be what we want it to be. You're not going to agree. You're not. But respect each other enough to listen I'm not saying in every argument you gotta agree with nothing it's 7.52 in your drive time guys I'm in your drive time and it's 10 degrees it is so cold hope you guys are making it to work those who made it work get through your day don't let nothing stand in your way I always say that you know I, I just really believe that communication is the key. But we all know that. We all know that. I know some of you get on here like, oh, she's talking about stuff that we already know about. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care if you know about it or not. Like I told you, I will talk about any subject at any given time any way I want. Period. I'm real about minds. I will tell you things that A, bother me. B, piss me off. C, make me angry 
motherfuckers, a DEF, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I don't care. I'm going to talk about it. You know, too many times we say we understand something, but do we really understand something? Or are we just saying that just to close the argument out? Or we just don't want nobody telling us what to do, period. Either way, you have to realize you have to communicate effectively. Relationships don't survive if you don't communicate. Or if somebody doesn't get to say or express how they feel or something that's bothering them, if you don't let them express it, eventually it's going to create a bigger problem. You know? We need to really decrease the divorce rate. Part of divorce is people just are not willing to work things out. Now, I'm not going to confront now. I'm going to front. I'm not somebody who's going to... Cheating is a no-no for me. Okay? Hands down. I don't care if the dynamics in our relationship caused the problem. You know, if you marry somebody and you say, I do, or you're in a committed relationship to somebody, cheating is not an option. It just isn't an option. It just isn't an option. It just isn't an option. You know, cheating isn't an option. It just isn't. You either work things out or before you decide to go crawl into somebody else's bedroom or bed, you let your mate know, hey, I'm out. Respect me first. If you feel like somebody else is catching your eye and making you feel butterflies in your stomach and I just ain't doing that no more, then come to me and tell me that. I can respect you more. And and a lot of times you don't want to do it because some of us are just greedy. We want to hold on to each other so bad that we're just not willing to tell somebody the truth. I'm not like that. If I feel like I want to go somewhere else, I'll just come to your face and tell you, you know what, you're not doing it anymore. I'd rather respect you in that manner than to sit there and act and pretend as if everything's okay when it's not. If I don't like the way you move and I just don't like the way you move, period, point, point. If you find somebody else more attractive than me, if you find somebody else you want to be with that's more than me, then you know what? Hey, I bet it. But respect me enough to tell me that. It's just that simple for me. Respect me enough to tell me that. I'm not one of those people who who really frat over too much, but I will tell you one thing. I am one of those people who want to be respected. So if you find me unattractive, if you find me, you know, your butterflies are not trying around in your stomach anymore, fine. But you're going to respect me, though. That's the problem. It's 7.56 in your drive time, guys. I'm in your drive time. Nine degrees it came down to. Get in there and handle Tuesday like you would never before. And on the whole way home tonight, we'll get back to it. We'll get more deep. Get a better understanding. You guys get to work safely. Take your time. Don't rush. That job will always be there. You want to make it home to your families. Until next time, guys. Sincerely, I am a mess. 
Hey, 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 guys, I'm in your drive time. Oh, it's so freaking cold out here, dude. I stayed just to warm up my car a little bit. So, you guys, if you've been at work all day and have a left for lunch or anything, warm those cars up before you leave. I came out here to remote start and I still was not warmed up all the way. It was like freaking super duper cold out here. So, please, guys, please get it together. Bundle it up because <clears throat> it is a hot mess out here with this weather all right guys i'm in your drive time click it or take it get those seat belts on cell phones out your hands just to save your life with someone else's too we need to make it home every day it's important i don't know why but for some reason making it home to me is so important let me tell you guys a short story some of you guys have been at home been at home already probably some of you are leaving for work some of you are heading home from work like me so i'm in your drive time getting you home but I just want to share a quick story, and, and, and I'll be brief. Um, so the reason why I'm, you guys know one reason why I'm so adamant about clicking it or ticketing it because it's important. I had my own situation, like I told you, I was in a wreck, and and the reason why I say we got to make it home is because we, we we just do we have to make it home, guys. Because I'll tell you, when I had my wreck, the most emotional thing for me was. My kids, my kids, when they got to tell me their side of the story of when I didn't make it home my normal time, my usual time, they, they expect me home <clears throat> at a certain time because I'm pretty routine with myself sometimes. Um, but I always text them, call them or something when I got, got to do something different. So they, they, basically they always know where I'm at. Okay. So <clears throat> when my kids finally told me the story about when I didn't make it home, at my time I usually make it or even at the time I don't usually make it and then when they told me that well my husband they saw my husband pull up in the driveway and he didn't come in he pulled in and he backed out and he left and didn't say anything to them my kids said that they did their, their little stomachs their hearts just fell into their stomach my daughter said she knew something was wrong. My son said he knew something was wrong, but he didn't know what. But my daughter said she knew it had to be me. She said that that feeling made her so crazy, stir crazy, and upset. She said all she could think about was all these things like, you know, what if my mom doesn't come home today? You know, what if my mom is dead? Or what if something's going on? And give or take, my husband didn't tell him right away because he didn't know what was going on yet either. So he didn't want to let them know until he knew and had an answer for them because he knows how I, I, how close I am to my kids, you know, and he knows how in tune I am with them. Like I, I man, I'm too in tune probably sometimes, <laughs> but he knows that I'm one of those mamas that check on the kids morning, noon, and night. Where you going? Where you went? You know, I'm I'm very in tune with my kids about every little thing that they got going on and doing. So my kids were like nervous so to hear their side of how they felt is why I always tell you guys to click it or ticket, it or it's just to save your life because that day I had my wreck had I not had on my seatbelt I would have been thrown from my car that's what the that's what the fire department said to me I've been thrown from my car and smashed between the pole and my vehicle I was dangling from my seatbelt upside down because my car was T-boned from the side and rolled. I was hanging from my seatbelt, completely knocked out, didn't even know what happened to me. When I came to, 
I still didn't know what happened to me. I came to with the fire department breaking out the front window. And, and you know, before that, a gentleman had crawled through the back window, barely waking up to him telling me, you're going to be okay, to him telling me to cover my face, to me looking out the window and watching his fire department take the back of a axe to bust out my window to pull me out. This is prior to this. My car was sparking and gas was coming out of my vehicle and, and, you know, everything. So they had cut my lines and done all this while I was knocked out from the wreck. I twirled in my seat. I remember before I knocked out, got blacked out. I remember twirling in my seat belt uncontrollably. My butt was in my sternum wheel, literally. My legs were hanging on the dashboard and I was hanging by my seat belt. So, the reason why I say clicking is because had I not had that seatbelt on, I'd have came out. I'd have came out of my car. My, my door was crushed. Um, I guess at some point before I laid it, my leg had got pinned between the door too. I had a bruise that was on my leg from like my kneecap all the way up to my hip. Um, so, I'm, I just tell you guys, it's a lot that goes on in the wreck that you don't even know you're injured until you get to the hospital and you're like, wow. I had a severe concussion. Messed up my neck, was on crutches for two and a half years, broke a bone in my foot, and I went through literally 87 physical therapy visits to get back up on my feet. So when I make that statement about click it or ticket, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, guys. Do what you need to do to get home to your family. Because when my kids told me about that story, I was like, wow, you know, you, you just don't know their feelings when you don't make it home. And how they feel. We as parents know how we feel when our kids don't make it home. And how sad we are. But we don't know their side. Because if we don't make it, we don't get to hear that side. So when you hear that side from them. Use that as a reminder to put your seatbelt on. Please. Do what you need to do. It's 5.09 in the drive time, guys. I'm in your drive time. 16 degrees. It is freaking cold. Ugh. I tell you what. It's going to be a hard summer. Because usually when it's cold, harsh winter, it's going to be a hard, cold summer. I mean, that makes no sense. <laughs> well, I guess you could say it's going to be one cold summer. You know? <laughs> but it's going to be one hot summer. I'm telling you, it's going to be one hot summer. That's for sure. So, guys, please do whatever you can to stay warm. You see someone in need, you know, get some gloves, hats, whatever you want to give them, give it to them. I mean, whatever you see someone need, help them. It's so cold out here. Blanket, extra coat, gloves, whatever you may have. There's nothing wrong with helping out a little bit. Well, guys, I'm heading home tonight. This morning we talked about a subject, which you guys haven't heard it yet because my podcasts are not downloading quick enough for me. So in the mornings, I've been down, I've been doing my podcast in the morning, and then I've been doing my podcast home, and then I download everything for you guys to hear all at once. So, you know, you may not get to hear that podcast early in the morning, but you get a double twofer at night. <laughs> so you get my AM, PM. So I'm heading home now, and, and, and I got a beautiful message to share. So I got a text from my daughter, and she sends me this thing that she's like, Mom, I really want you to listen to this when you get home. And, and, and she was like, wait till you get home, though. And she's like, I love you so much, and I'm so proud of you. I haven't listened to it yet. 
So I'm excited to get home tonight and listen to what she sent me. Uh, must have been so inspirational, you know. And she's, you know, my daughter's always loving. But you know when they're teenagers, they go their own way and do their own thing. And they, the less time they have for you. So I'm pretty stoked about getting home and listening to what she has to say to me. Because, you know, I mean, when they're busy and they don't really have time for you, I kind of miss that sometimes. So every, every opportunity I get, I try to spend as much time as I can with her, you know. It's not like it used to be, you know. When they in the car with you trying to struggle to get them to school. So, I'm pretty excited to get home and see what, what I'm going to be listening to. <laughs> Alright guys, 512 in the drive time. Yeah, and it's a dreary day out here. People are bundled up, bundled up, double bundled up out here. This morning, I want you to listen to this podcast this morning. We talked about, you know, when your disagreements with your significant other or spouse. You know, communicating is the key. It's very important because you can make it really hard for someone and there's a song that i want you guys to go listen to tonight her name is you know you know i love leela james and i'll get more in tune with different music it's kind of hard to put them out there it's quick but leela james is like my number one she has that soulful soul that i love to listen to you know it reminds me of back in the days you know and so uh, she has a song that's called hard for me when you are going through a situation in a relationship i listen to that song because she's telling the truth in that song you know you you can't make things hard in a relationship you can't make them hard for each other you got to understand and feel someone's side whether you disagree or agree or disagree to agree i don't know whichever whatever direction you're going in you guys have to remember one thing the love you have for one another that's never going to die the only way it dies is if you allow the things that you're going through outweigh the fact of why you fell in love from the beginning you know, and if you're like me, I, I had a hard time trusting. I still do. I'm still like that. I've been through a lot. So, in relationships, I kind of I kind of take my partner and I put him up high on this pedestal. And, and and sometimes too high because then when they disappoint you, you're, you know, you drop down so low and you're like, meh. You know, well, I, I, I just can't trust anyone. Blah, 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 blah. That weak stuff. That, I said it. That weak stuff. That's what we start to do. Because we've been scarred. But we really don't take out the time to see maybe if what we're upset about or the little disappointment that they did maybe may not be that serious. Or, you know, I mean, like I told you earlier, you know, podcast today, cheating is not, not for me. If you cheat, I'm out. <laughs> I don't play. Um, there's, you know, people say, oh, just work it out, just work it out. No. If you feel like somebody else's bed is just warmer than, than mine, and I'm going to say it just like that because... Like I told you guys, I'm very sensual. And if you feel like somebody's bed is warmer than mine, then you know what? Go get in that bed. Mine's ain't ain't welcome no no more. Because I feel as though, you know, I have a lot to offer someone. And I say that with confidence because I know that I do. The way that I love, the way that I care. And, And women and men, you have to put yourselves on that pedestal. Don't forget that you have a lot to offer someone to the point to where you forget how valuable how valuable you really are. Some of us will forget how valuable we are in relationships. We, we think that we're supposed to be one way like this or one way like that. But a lot of times we don't really even realize that the value we've forgotten. We can't be forgetting who we are. We can't. We just can't. 
So I'm going to tell you guys just like this. <clears throat> you have got to get to a point in your lives where you value the communication in your relationships. Or you will never, ever, ever achieve the ultimate love point in your life. You won't. You'll always see things one way. You won't open up and see it at all. The way that they say it or you see it, you both got to sit down and talk about it. What are your points on love? What is my points on love? You know? So communication is the key. We all fail at it. No matter if you're a woman, a man. It doesn't matter. We all fail at it. We're all bad at it. As parents, as grandparents, uncles, cousins, as aunts, as siblings. We forget about it. And we should not do that to each other. No matter what the dynamic of the relationship is. You know, I've learned to forgive and move on. You know, that's the best part for me. It's forgiving and picking up and moving on. You know, if you don't forgive someone and pick up and move on, you're going to stay stuck. And I feel like me doing that, I've gotten out of my stuck routine. It's 516 in your drive time. I'm in your drive time. (laughs) And I tell you what, guys, we're heading home. I know some of you are heading to work right now. Some of you are almost home. Remember to leave it in the car. If you had a tiff last night, tiff that led to this morning, it's a new day, new start when you walk in that house. So just unzip it, throw it in the back seat, leave it in the car like a jacket or a coat. If you're heading to work tonight, be careful, put those seatbelts on and be safe. There is some slick spots still out here on the grounds tonight. Just be careful out there, guys. This is winter, 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 winter. And it's telling you, I'm freezing on the ground, I'm freezing your body, I'm freezing everywhere. So be safe. Leave a little early if you have to. Those who are heading home tonight, be careful as well. Get in those cars as quick as you can. And on another note, I want to mention something. Don't leave children in the car anymore. No matter what age they are, we can't afford to, guys. And there's nothing wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. I want to offend anybody out there because it's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying from an incident that happened recently, we we need to not leave our kids in the car. Our kids are not safe. Our teenagers are not safe. No one's safe anymore. Because people are out here on the prowl. Waiting to hurt our loved ones. Gotta do what we gotta do to protect them. That's for sure. Well, guys, I'm in your drive time heading home. I want you guys to have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful evening tonight. Get home safely. And remember to leave it in the car. And always know that you are valuable too. Don't ever forget it, no matter what dynamic you're in. Until next time, guys. Sincerely, I am a mess.